When wine is on trial, the gossip is dishy. The judges are drunk. The verdicts are random. This is True Crimes Against Wine. Step one, throw a party. Step two, invite Jesus to that party. Step three, boom, you're drunk. Basically. Hi, I'm Topher. I'm Rachel. Rachel, what time is it? It's wine time. Yeah, time for true crimes. Against wine. Oh, this is my favorite time of day. We get to be drunk and judge people based off of nothing other than our drunken problematic prejudices. So it's like an everyday occurrence for us. It's fantastic. Rachel is our resident uh, celebrity guru, pop culture guru, Mm -hmm. and she is going to be guiding us through the pop culture celebrity portion of the tour today. I am, and Topher is our wine expert. So he's going to take us on a journey through grapes and dirt and tastes and smells. All of those things. Yes. Because that's all I know about wine. (laughs) Well, you're about to learn some more. Um, We'll see how long it sticks. She never retains it. Nope. Doesn't. It just doesn't stick. I'm a terrible student. (laughs) (laughs) But such a great pop culture teacher. Oh, thank you. I'll take it. Well, why don't you go ahead and start opening the bottle and- I will I'll start introducing kind of what we're going to be doing today. All right. Um, Topher's laughing because I am notoriously terrible at opening wine bottles. So we're going to try it. Well, you Topher. insist on using the really awful wine opener. You guys know the type I'm talking about that has the little jumping jack arms that go up. I love the it, little arms. They're it so never cute. pulls it all the way out. You remember last time Fact Checker used that? He busted his lip wide open trying to pull the cork out. That's and was right. Like bleeding all over our glassware. <laughs> Okay, well, now you're just showing off. Look who proved the world wrong today. (laughs) You're so strong. I am. I'm I'm impressed. Okay, well, this bottle of wine that was opened with ease, like butter... I know that it is coming from Italy, which is exciting. So at this point, just to keep track, we have traveled through up and down the coast of California. Yes. Kind of gathered about in that general area. Mm -hmm. We have gone all the way over to Provence, France. And traipsed through the lavender fields together. Here you go. Thank you so much. It's a beautiful color. And one of our listeners was very generous and bought us a home there, like we asked. Yeah. Thank you. So thank you for that. Thank you, Margie P. from uh, Spokane. It was very generous of you. And we've also kind of wandered around Hobbit Town and tasted wine from the Marlborough region of New Zealand. So that's been really fun. So today we're, we're going to Italy. Yay! Uh, this is from an area called, and you're going to love this because I'm going to make you say it later on when you're drunk. Okay. Friuli. Friuli. Venezia. Venezia. Giulia. Giulia. Friuli, Venezia, Giulia. Friuli, Venezia, Giulia. Very good. Yes. I'm Italian. You, you're so Italian. Call me Chef Larry. <laughs> I'm Italian. So this particular region is, if you if you think about the shape of Italy, the geography of Italy as being mm-hmm. that like stiletto boot, up towards the top of the boot, there's kind of an oversized, exaggerated cuff, if she you She might will. have a big calf muscle. It's okay. Or, well, I mean, it, well, it protrudes from the shin, too, so that would be a weird calf muscle. We're not judging Italy's legs. Well, yes, I am. Okay. <laughs> um, I think it's a very chic sort of cuff. That's how I Okay, okay. So this is on the far northeastern side of that cuff. It's actually the furthest in the northeast corner in Italy. So you've got to the north, Austria, to the mm-hmm. south, the Adriatic Sea, to the east, Slovenia, and then to the west is kind of the rest of Italy. Okay. 
Um, right. Yeah. So it's because of that, it's got a really interesting topography, terrain, and climate in terms of, in terms of its variance, because you've got that alpine influence coming down. But then there's also a really strong oceanic influence coming from the Adriatic Sea. Okay. So we're getting that in salt air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, and, all right. And so what that does is you get all the benefits of kind of that Mediterranean coastal ripening of the grapes, all the sun and everything, mm-hmm. but you get like really nice, cool weather and weather influences coming down from the Alps which prolongs the growing season for them because it keeps the grapes cool on the vines rather than them kind of over-ripening in the sun. Okay, well, let's let's try this wine out. Wait, we're going to try something different today. Okay. Because, Rachel, you need some help with with the tasting. Um, (laughs) I do. That's fair. I've been thinking long and hard about this, Mm -hmm. and I think that part of it is that you are in your own head too much. Mm -hmm. You can't separate the fact that this is grape juice from all of the underlying influences and flavors that are happening in the glass. So what we're going to do today is I want you to close your eyes. Okay. You are not holding a glass of wine. What am I holding? You were just holding a glass of liquid. That's it. Mm, okay. It could be pee. Mm. It's not I'd rather it not be. Can, can we make sure it's well, not urine? It remains to be seen. Oh, God. You're when just... did this turn into, like, fear factor? <laughs> You're going to have to put 16 live cockroaches in your mouth next. Oh, God. Just think of it as, like, a, just a glass of something that comes from Italy. Okay? Okay. It doesn't matter what it is. And I, right. want you, I want you to see if that helps you get past the, oh, it's grapes. And and see if maybe you can get the underlying flavors that are happening. I right? will do my best. Let's try. All so right. cheers. Let's cheers. smell right. first. Okay. Mm. It's fragrant. Mm-hmm. It's a little floral. It's very floral. Yes. Okay. I agree. I don't know why my eyes are still closed. I don't have, well, I don't have to do the entire episode with my eyes closed. Yes. We're It'll gonna, be really hard to read my notes that way. We're going to blindfold you. Oh, God. So, yeah, I would say floral, mm-hmm. herbaceous. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting as much salt as I would have expected, but I also don't know where this vineyard technically is within this region. Okay. But I am getting a lot of, like, honey clover kind Ooh, of notes okay. from it, which uh, honey and hazelnut are two things that Sauvignon Blancs from this region are really well known for. I would never so have thought hazelnut. Because I think of that as like a chocolate thing. Oh, it actually, it's a, it grows separately from the chocolate. Oh. It, it, only in Italy, The though. jars of Nutella don't just emerge from the ground? They do not. Oh. No, no. They're actually a tree fruit, so. Oh, didn't know. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Can I taste it? Let's taste it All now. right. Mmm. Mmm. Now, I could be very off base, but I'm going to go out on a limb. Okay. I taste a little bit of the saltiness okay. in the wine. Yeah. Am I? I do. Okay. I think that's wonderful. Look at me learning. I mean, cheers you. That was the best tasting you've done so far. Do you get anything else? <laughs> God, now the pressure is on. You shouldn't have praised me. Okay. I'll No, let's break it down. Okay. I always start for me personally with what kind of fruit notes are you getting? And I always say the wrong thing. No, you don't say the wrong thing. Mm. When you say grapes, it's the wrong thing. That's the only thing that you keep continually, consistently saying. Okay. Even Wait, though you give it a little, another little sip. I'm going to say apricot. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Totally apricot. I'm acing this quiz. You are, you're doing really, really well. <laughs> so, okay, let's let's revisit what we've learned about Sauvignon Blocks from some of the other regions that we've tried. Yes, and all that I have learned and retained. So, for... The New Zealand and the California Sauvignon Blanc that mm-hmm. we tried, which was made in New Zealand style, 
do you remember that we were joking about it being breakfast wine because it has that really ripe ruby yes. grapefruit sort of mm-hmm. thing going on with it? Mm-hmm. This does not have that, which I think is really interesting. I think interesting. this is like a late afternoon, evening kind of wine. Mm, I would totally, like yeah. Like a sunset wine. Sunset wine? Mm-hmm. I'd probably open it a little bit earlier because, okay. you know, I don't want to wait. Okay, well, that's fair. Yeah, I don't, it's, it's good. They're known in this region, actually, for making wine in a very similar style to another famous Sauvignon Blanc growing region in mm-hmm. France, in the Loire Valley, which is Sancerre. Okay. And Sancerre Sauvignon Blancs are some of the most expensive in the world. Even the ones that are more attainable mm-hmm. are still going to be like double the price of what you're finding at your local one. Oh, shop. wow. Yeah, but it's because of the the quality of the product. And this this really does kind of remind me of that because there is such a wonderful floral quality to it. Uh-huh. It's got kind of a silky texture it to it that's mm-hmm. really nice. And then not being hit in the face with the citrus. I think it, the citrus is definitely there, but the apricot it's, is what I'm getting. Yes, it's not a citrusy taste. Yes, which makes sense to me because I associate apricots with honey. And yeah, so getting that, mm-hmm. that honey smell and then having the apricot taste is mm-hmm. really nice as well. So Yeah, I really like it so far. Well done. Okay. I'm impressed with you. Okay. I'm impressed with me too. So Thanks. shall we trot out the accused? Is it time for that? Are you ready? Why do you look so <laughs> diabolically? Because, okay, and I could be very wrong, but I don't think you're going to know much about this person. Rachel, when have I known much about any of the celebrities you brought Sarah forward? Jessica Parker. I did. Well, I, I knew more about her. but Yeah? Yeah, okay. So I'm guessing that this is not Sarah Jessica it Parker. It is not. We're not doing um, two of her wines. Okay. Do I get to see what the bottle looks like? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. So let's reveal the bottle first. Okay. Oh, here's the cork. If you want to take a look at it. I do, yeah. Oh my God, is it Mary J. Blige? Yes, it is. Good job. That's the only person I could associate with MJB. So that's on the top of the cork, and I was very worried that Topher was going to see Sun goddess. Yeah, you better work, queen. Yes. Oh my, okay. This label is everything. It has such like a... Like 70s disco vibe with it the does. font here. And then you've got the like, obviously she's the center of this disco sun. But, but it also, that also looks, looks like, like a, a fro and a record. Yes, yeah. like a gold record kind of vibe. That's some serious marketing right there. Yes. Okay. Yep. I'm so, into that. Yeah, it's well a done. very simple bottle. Obviously you have like the gold disc on it with her face and mm-hmm. then the label Sun Goddess and that kind of 70s kind of font. Yeah. And it's, other than that, it's pretty simple and clean. On this the is this is very. Int- I was not prepared. I I knew it. Yeah, I was not. I was thinking. Okay, so I figured it was either just a, a random celebrity, which I guess like Mary J. Blige, who is American and wanted to invest, or yes. like a David Beckham, Victoria Beckham kind of person okay. who's already European. Okay, because this region is not. They have that connection. Yeah, this mm-hmm. region is kind of exclusive. In a lot of ways, which we'll get into later as we talk some more about the history of this place. So it was either like a David Beckham sort of person or the only like Italian celebrities that I could think of are designers. So I was like, is it Giorgio Armani or like Donatella Versace or something? Honestly, not bad guesses. I'm sure they both have wines at some point. I think that they probably do have some kind of investment in a vineyard. Probably so. Yeah. Okay. So what do you know about Mary J. Blige? I know that she is an American music artist. Yes. She does kind of an R&B sort of yeah. thing. <laughs> Actually, I I don't own any Mary J. Blige uh, records, but Ugh. she is on several albums that I do have. Okay. 
um, because I really love Josh Groban and Andrea Bocelli. And on their uh-huh. Christmas albums, she does duets with both of them. Mm-hmm. She, well, she is somebody who has worked with so many different people mm-hmm. in the music business. Yeah. she's That she's, it doesn't surprise me that you, who's not like a big R&B kind of person, like yeah. that you still have albums with her on it. She's got a lot of connections. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. She yeah. has worked, I mean, like with tons and tons of folks. So let me tell you about her. Yeah. Give me some, give me some stuff. Oh, right. I still know that she is, she's older. And oh, like, define older. Past her 30s. She's like 40s to 50s. But Well, she, by that definition, past 30s, I am older. So. You said it, not me. Mm. And how old are you again? 21. Okay. <laughs> I had a birthday since our last <laughs> recording. So you've been underage for several episodes. Oh, no. We established that you were just drunk and you couldn't remember it. Okay, that's fair. No, but she has basically... In my head, she's looked the same age. Like, she could be anywhere between, like, 40 to 65 for, okay. like, a decade and a half. Okay. Well, she's actually 50. Okay. That she makes just, sense to me. She turned 50 in January. She's a Capricorn. Oh, Ooh. me too. Yeah. Cheers, Mary J. I mean, um, even though my birthday was yesterday. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah, she looks amazing. She really does. And she is somebody who really doesn't look like she's aged Mm-mm. much, even though she's been in the public eye for 30-something years at yeah. this point. I do feel like she's one of those people that looked when she was younger like she was older than she actually Kinda, was. Kind of, yeah. But then, like, it just stuck. And I feel like it's going to be that way like, until she's in her older, older faces. Like Diane Lane is one of those celebrities who kind of always looked a little bit older. She's always looked like a really majestic, beautiful, is. older woman. Yes. Yeah. And now she looks like she now she looks 20 years younger, younger than she actually is. Yeah. I, I mean, think that's a great like asset People have, have like old faces, but just a more mature. Yes. Like. Angela Lansbury has always had old woman face. Like I love her. I love her so much. She's That's probably fair. not the best example because I feel like she's continued to Angelica have... Houston, maybe? I don't know that I've ever seen her when she's when she was like young, young. She looks about the same. Okay. Yeah. I could see that. We'll look her up later. Yeah. We'll look up some young pictures. I think the youngest I've ever seen her is probably as Morticia Adams. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. I'm trying to think. I think that's probably, yeah. Okay. So Mary J. Blige was born 1971 in the Bronx. Yep. Tracks. But she lived in Savannah for several years. In Savannah, Georgia? Yes. Huh. Not too far from here. Okay. You know what, though? I think that living in the South for a few years of your life is really probably a great influence if you're going to be going into the R&B world. I yeah, think that's that having, fair. having that Bronx, mm-hmm. New Yorker influence mm-hmm. mixed with a Southern experience is probably a really good marriage for something like yeah. that. Yeah. She ended up moving back to New York. She's still a kid. So the Savannah okay. thing was only for a few years, like toddler. <laughs> you were like, and your education here is done. Like we're done. Back to New York. Because um, I mean, also Savannah now is not the most progressive place. And Savannah in the mid to late 70s. Yeah. Like yeah. that's not a great place to be raising your. Plus too many ghosts. Black child. Well, Racist ghosts, yes. Yeah, that's fair. They're all, they're all racist ghosts. It is It is the South, so, yeah. yep. And as two people who live in the South, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually lived in Savannah for a little while, too, so. Oh, did you encounter a racist ghost? Um, I thought you were going to say a racist goat. Bo- yes or, to both. Or a racist goat? Yes to both. No, okay. I, there was, there's a lot of bigotry. Just, just not one specific type of bigotry. All of the bigotry. All, it's got it all. Yeah. Little sampler plotter. Very equal opportunity 
bigotry happening. So it's progressive in that sense. Yes. Okay. Yes. Bullshit. Now we've alienated everybody in Savannah. No, if you're listening to this podcast in Savannah, you sound like you're probably a pretty cool person. They're not, I'm not saying that everybody was like that. That's a good save. (laughs) Hashtag not all men. Yeah, exactly. Um, All right. So getting back to Mary J. Blige, she, um, born in New York, moved to Savannah, moved back to New York. Okay. Her mom was a nurse. Hmm. Her dad was a jazz musician. Yeah. So that's probably where she got her musical um, abilities from. What a fun house to grow up in. No. Oh, well. (laughs) No. Well, shit. (laughs) Her dad was a Vietnam veteran and had pretty severe PTSD, and he was also an Uh, alcoholic. Oh. And he ended up leaving the family. Yeah. Can we just take a minute to, like, talk? So, tell us more how fun that household was. I don't know. It sounds like a laugh a minute. (laughs) That's that's awful. And mm-hmm. like, I don't honestly, I feel like that's such a problem that we haven't even begun to make any sort of progress in when it comes to like veterans mental oh, health no. care. Mm-mm. You always when you hear stories about like the dad was an alcoholic and left the family and you want to be like, fuck that asshole. But then at the same time, when you find out that he's like a veteran with severe PTSD that watched yeah. all of his friends die, it just adds a different layer. Yeah, not that it excuses your actions, but yeah. I mean, certainly understandable. And there was there was no help being no, offered. No, so not at all. No, I wonder. No. I wonder what Mary J. Blige's involvement with veteran mental health is now. I wonder if she has used um, that experience. Not to... as far as I know, but one of but her... she could also not brag about it. Maybe she's very just kind of a silent donor behind the scenes yeah. about it. Who knows? Although I do think that if you have that kind of story and that's like something you're donating to, you should probably use your platform like your your fame as a way to yeah. really bring awareness well she she's gone through a lot in her life but one of her music videos and we'll get to her her songs and albums in a minute okay but it does feature she kind of plays all the roles in it nice. it's just adorable because I, I just love seeing her dress up in different things but she plays like it's like a paper doll basically oh god <laughs> now i sound like an idiot <laughs> an for christmas i'm gonna make you like a homemade mary j blige paper doll set it's gonna be great actually that would be really cute wouldn't that be i would appreciate that <laughs> but she plays like so one of the characters in the video is um a woman who's getting ready like trying to go to work trying to take mm-hmm. care of the household and she's got this like husband who's like drunk passed out on the bed and she's trying to like get the kids off to school and then like trying to give him like a one ad with like things job circled for him. And he's just like, "Uh, let me sleep it off. And so anyways, I think there's a little bit of her, her experience in that, but Hmm. yeah, she had a, she had a rough childhood, not just the dad leaving, but like other traumatic things that happened to her. Yeah. But Um, good on you for persevering and making it to where you are. She's done a lot. So after her dad left, she had some other traumatic experiences and um, I'm not going to go into some of them because I'm kind of a bummer. Oh, okay. But she ended up um, getting into music. And okay. just as a teenager, she dropped out of high school as a junior. But then she joined this band and she ended up getting noticed by, guess who? Like a specific person? Yes. What what year is this? Like roughly? This is like late 80s. Late 80s. Really early 90s. Prince. Ooh, good guess, but no. Puff Daddy. Oh. Yeah. Hey, Diddy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he worked with her to record her first album as a solo artist called What's the 411 that was released in 1994 because she used to work as a 411 operator. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. So she was like 23 when this happened. Yes. That's, so she's that's cool. very, very young. That's pretty mm-hmm. cool. But also not so young, especially given her childhood and upbringing. Right. 
if she was like 15 or 16 when she started, I, I would have been like really nervous for her in the music business. Like, is she going to get groomed? What's going to happen? But well, I feel like at that age, she, she probably is much more like, I ain't taking shit. That was her first record as an artist. Like she had been recording as like a backup female vocalist mm-hmm. and the youngest signed ever. Oh, wow. To um, Uptown Records when she was like 17 or so. Okay. So, so uh, pretty young. probably some stuff that happened. Yeah. She's, she had some rough moments in her okay. life. Well, all right. But she's been recording pretty consistently since her first album. And that first album, like, was a big hit, too. So Mm. she recorded that. She did a lot of collaborations with um, Puff Daddy, like, early on. And that album, once the 411 went platinum and had, like, rave reviews. So, like, that really launched her. And then she had a follow-up album in 93 called My Life. And that was a time when she said that she was going up. um, Or, sorry, 94 through like severe depression and she had like drug and alcohol addiction, a lot of relationship problems, things like that. But she's been kind of like a person who always kind of has like her personal experiences into her music. Mm -hmm. And a lot of her songs are kind of uplifting. So like as she continued to go through kind of like really crappy things and like move on. Yeah. From them, like her lyrics have gotten a little bit more positive over the years. I think it's really great Mm -hmm. when, any kind of artist, really, and any anybody who has fame and celebrity can speak really openly about substance abuse, depression, like mm-hmm. mental health issues, all of that stuff. I think, yeah. it's, I think it's really good. And I'm glad that we're in a place now where that's being encouraged and accepted more and people are appreciating it more. Yes. I think it is really important. It is. And she's been very public, too, about, like, her relationship problems. Like, she dated this one guy called Casey Haley, who was abusive to her. And she called him out on it. Good. Mm-hmm. And moved on. And yeah, so like her lyrics are a lot about like personal growth and experience and like being strong and loving yourself and all those. As somebody that I don't know a whole lot about, she strikes a very strong presence to mm-hmm. me. To be completely honest, I'm a little bit scared of Mary J. Blige. And when I say a little bit, I mean more like a lot of it. Why are you scared of her? She just, she seems so tough, no nonsense, badass bitch. And I feel like she would curb stomp my little like bony white ass. I I just really do. I think that's a very harsh view of Mary J. White. (laughs) I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying (laughs) this little Georgia boy is probably going to accidentally say something that's problematic and then just be like schooled by her. And I'm going to be like crying, like pulling the way. Yes, ma'am. See, I I view her as like the cool aunt Mm. where like you're hanging out at Christmas and she's like, come here. And like, she gives you a 20. She's like, don't tell your parents. A 20 in a joint. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, maybe the joint. I don't know. But probably just like, Hey, treat yourself. Have have fun. Go out tonight. Have some fun with your friends. And like, just give you 20 and like a little wink. I wouldn't know that because you've never invited me to your family Thanksgivings with Mary J. Blige. So, well, this year you're invited. Yay! You're on the guest list. <laughs> I'm going to make the potato salad. Only if you get the quiz right. Oh, that's not going to. Okay. Well, <laughs> it was nice while it lasted. <laughs> we'll send you a card. Oh, FOMO. We'll FaceTime you. <laughs> and be like, oh no, the connection's bad. Sorry. Bye. <laughs> like, bye I cannot. We'll just pretend to freeze like uh, uh, in the background. Okay. So this is all very interesting. Yes. I am still curious as to what her connection is to this particular wine region. That, you know, I really couldn't find. Because it's, it's a pretty small wine region. It has one of the lowest yields of growth Mm -hmm. for all of the regions in Italy. Okay. Because they have 
a, a huge part of their thing is commitment to quality over quantity. Hmm. And so they deliberately try and make it so that it's harder to go grow grapes in the soil there so that you have just better quality grapes, which also means less grapes. Hmm. So yeah, they only yield like three and a half tons of grapes per year or something like oh, that. Wow. And that's why the bottles there are significantly more expensive. So how much is this bottle? I, I was going to ask you because we're not rich people. So we're not out here buying stuff. And I feel like Mary J. Oblige. We're not is, rich, but we have rich taste. We do. I feel like she. Care fact checker is going to check it for us. Thank you, fact checker. She would want to produce a wine for the people, not just for the elitists, right? That's That seems consistent with what you've told me so far about Yeah, but her. I also think she'd be very much inter- inter- oh God, interested. Interested? In quality. Well, yeah, no, quality. I, I'm not saying that she wouldn't be interested in quality, but she it's would want boom, it to be. boom farms kind yeah. of line. So I would guess that maybe this was anywhere between the 20 to $25. That's kind of where I'm thinking. Fact checker, what, do you, what are you finding? He's still putting the numbers into the machine. That's we, how it works. We really need to get an updated abacus. Mm-hmm. Like maybe one with like a touch screen. Once we get our sponsors. Oh, $20. Okay. Okay. Apparently, according to our fact checker, she is a really big wine lover who was recommended to the area. And that tracks because, like I said, this is not your Friuli, especially when you're doing a Sauvignon Blanc. So Friuli. Friuli. Friuli is known worldwide. It's a very famous region. Okay. It's not like some obscure place, but they're known for their Pinot Grigios primarily. Okay. And so to have a Sauvignon Blanc is to really kind of be in a niche thing. And I was thinking hmm. about whoever this is as I was doing my research. And I was like, you know, I would probably, if I had money to invest somewhere, mm-hmm. I would want to do a cool place like Friuli with a cool, not the mainstream varietal mm-hmm. for that mm-hmm. place. Because I think that would be a fun challenge to have and you, you're going to end up having a great product because it is such a wonderful area mm-hmm. but you get to kind of be nerdy about it and so I love that she's a wine lover and that's why she did this yeah. and she chose Sauvignon Blanc over Pinot Grigio which really in my head gives her a lot of wine nerd points like okay. she wanted she wanted to do something cool okay she's Mary J. Blige why, why wouldn't she she's a cool wine yeah nerd. She's, she's not a regular wine nerd she's no, a cool she's a wine cool nerd one. yeah I would say she's a cool one that's really awesome yeah so I good, like that. Good job, Mary. What are you tasting now in it? I'm getting more of the apricot, but I'm also getting a little bit more of the citrus. I'm thinking, hang on. Okay. Almost like a little bit of like lemon peel, like lemon zest Ooh, going okay. on. Mm-hmm. I feel like the salinity has mellowed from it when has. it was colder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which for me personally, and I don't know if this is a, a scientific thing or if it's just my palate, but you know, we've talked about how you get more notes when it warms up a little bit versus mm-hmm. when it's really chilled. When I have that first sip, when it's really chilled, I usually end up tasting more minerality than anything else. Okay. And I don't, I don't know if there's a science behind that or if it's just me, but. Well, I, I could not tell you. I'm not the person to ask on that. Do you want to know a little bit more about yes, this area? tell me some more and then I'll tell you more about okay. Mary. We talked about the region itself. Mm-hmm. Um, so the grapes were first introduced during the Byzantine Empire because oh. this, where it's located, being kind of on that gateway to Eastern Europe, mm-hmm. it was a really big stop along the way for the Mediterranean spice trade. Oh, okay. And so people would be stopping there and they would bring cuttings from all over Europe. Mm-hmm. And then later on during the Middle Ages and then into the Habsburg era, they started bringing in like specifically French grapes. So okay. that's why you're getting the Sauvignon Blanc. Okay. Um, for instance, and that's why hmm. it's being done in a more French Sancerre style. But also, hmm. it was 
basically unknown until the 1970s. It was like Italy's little best kept secret. Ooh, okay. nobody, nobody really knew about it. And a lot of that was because of the phylloxera blight that we had mentioned in some previous episodes that came through and, and took over a bunch of the grapevines throughout Europe and yes, killed them. Yes, I remember. Um, it was a, a phylloxera <laughs> as a, a type of aphid that came in. I was about to say. Yeah, uh-huh. I, it was on the tip of your tongue. It was, I, I could it tell. Was totally I could tell. Uh-huh. Yeah, so up until that point, they had like 350 different varietals of grapes that were oh, growing wow. in this uh-huh. region. That is not the case anymore. Hmm. But yeah, so in the 70s, they started kind of an intense marketing campaign. Okay. And it really launched them as a major power in the wine world. Okay. And then during the 80s and the 90s is when the Pinot Grigio from there really became a huge, huge thing. And it was okay. kind of a status symbol, too. Oh, really? Yeah. So you think about during the 80s, you've got all of these nouveau riche people. All the yuppies. All the yuppies. With their shoulder pads. They've got their their tech money. cell phones. Exactly. Yeah. And so you would get a Friuli Pinot Grigio and it was like, ooh, bringing out the good stuff. You know, it was kind of like the champagne (gasps) of this. Was it cited in American Psycho, I wonder? Oh, maybe. Ooh, did, did he drink? I think so. Did he drink this wine? I'm going to say yes. Okay, it's a fact now. It's There's true. no way of knowing. <laughs> it's impossible. Let's call Christian Bale and confirm. <laughs> so, so yeah, so they do, I told you they, they do Pinot Grigio predominantly here, but they also do okay. some reds and some other whites as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they do things in both a still and a sparkling style. I did, since we're talking about Italian wine, and I can bring this up because mm-hmm. it's always been something that really amuses me, and I don't mm-hmm. know why, because I'm a nerd, that's why. Mm-hmm. But you're a, you're an English nerd, so hopefully you'll... Okay. appreciate this as well. That feels kind of rude, but okay. I mean, like you're British, right? Yes. I just speak with an American accent. Yeah. That's how it works. It's called assimilation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So sparkling wine in Italy is called frizzante. Frizzante. Yeah. F-R-I-Z-Z-A-N-T-E. And it's funny to me because it's an accidental onomatopoeia. Oh, yeah. There you go. Frizzante. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Because just basically aeration in Italian is frizzante. Yeah, so it's like frizzy, you know? Uh Uh-huh. But then frizzante would be something that has aeration. But it sounds sounds like bubbles. It does kind of sound like bubbles. It sounds like frizzy. Good job, Italian. Yeah. Way to go. Making a contribution to society, finally. Another fun (laughs) thing about Friuli. (laughs) What? I just really want to piss people off, I guess. Clearly. (laughs) So speaking of them finally getting on board. Sorry, Italy. Friuli actually pioneered the modern techniques for white wine making in Italy. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what they are doing is they're quickly taking the juice off of the grape skins Mm. and then minimizing any oxidization that's happening. How? 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 You fold the skins. Okay. Are you just like shucking the grapes? No, how just, does this work? Just, just fold in the grapes, Rachel. <laughs> Topher, but how does this work? Uh, no, you, you press them. You squeeze the grapes to get the juice off. Of the skins specifically, not the fruit? So, so a lot of times what you're doing is after you pick the grapes, you're mm-hmm. actually letting them ripen and start to ferment okay. before they've been crushed. With oh, okay. this method, okay. mm-hmm. you want a crisper, cleaner sort of thing. So you crush them as soon as they're harvested. So they don't okay. have any time to sit with contact on the grape skins because the grape skins is what's going to give it that fuller body tannic uh, sort of okay. quality. Okay, got it. And they want it to be just a really crisp, clean thing. So they're fermenting mm. it after it's all been squeezed off of the, okay. the grape skin. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So they're just Sorry, I was having trouble understanding what it was that you were having trouble understanding. (laughs) And I was like, what is this girl? That my view of winemaking is like you take a grape, you stomp on it, 
somehow it gets alcoholic, then you put it in a bottle and drink it. Like so, that is my knowledge. Step one, throw a party. Step two, invite Jesus to that party. Yep. Step three, boom, you're drunk. Basically. That's basically my understanding it. of the winemaking process. <laughs> it is historically accurate, so I can't really... Hmm. Rachel wins again. Yeah. I got it. All right. So why don't we talk some more about Mary J. Blige? Okay. Thankfully, she has a much better grip on the winemaking process than you do. Oh. Well, okay then. I also might need a little bit of top off in a second. Yes. I will will top you off. So she really emerged in the 90s as Mm -hmm. the breakout album. Everybody loved her. And she immediately, pretty much from the first or second album, like started working with a bunch of other artists. Okay. She's collaborated with Faith Evans, Method Man, Jay-Z, Ghostface Killer, which I know you love. Love Ghostfaced Killer. That Kill, I'm sorry. Killer. Okay, that answers my question. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Do you want to say your question out loud? Or no. no. Okay, well, let's just keep going. It's going to be, is it a band or a person? Oh, he's a person. Well, he I know that now. He kills the ghosts. And then wears the them on his ghosts? face. Yep. He goes to Savannah. I'm into kills this. Kills things that are somehow already dead, but gets them again. I gotcha. Yeah. But only the racist ones. Yeah, that's how it works. I would watch that show. Mm-hmm. She does a great job with that. She's on the show, too. She's also acted. Mary J. Blige. I feel yes. like I feel like I knew that, but like... You're going to... One of the things I'm going to tell you, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I know. I remember. Okay. Okay. Is it a Tyler Perry movie? Well, she was, yes. But that's probably not where I'm going to okay. guess you remember. Okay, but, but she was in a Tyler Perry movie. I'm not just making well, it up. I don't know. We might need the fact checker to confirm. I could be making it up. I don't know. Okay. Okay. So anyway, she keeps releasing albums really consistently. She's, she tours around the world, which maybe she encountered this wine Mm. traveling through Italy in her, in her wine sipping days. I don't know. We'll find out. You make it sound as though those days are behind her. Can you not sip wine past the age of 50? Yes, she can. She can do what she wants. I'm just saying, Tiffer. Just glad we're clarifying. Just let me be me today. <laughs> She's worked with Dr. Dre. Yeah. Puff Daddy again in 03, but that record didn't do so well. Even though it got good reviews, like commercially, it didn't like really hit. So one of my favorite things about her collaborations is that there, yes, there are a lot of people that you would yes. anticipate that like, this makes sense as a parent, mm-hmm. 100%. But then it's like Mary J. Blige and Faith Evans. Mary J. Blige and Josh Groban. Like, oh, you would not you just wait, think my friend. that. And it, I love that, though. It's so fresh and unexpected and just wonderful. It's you just great. wait. Okay. So she performed at the Super Bowl in 2001. She was one of the um, performers like during news. the halftime show. No, it's real. You said one of the performers. Was there a lot? I don't, I don't watch football, so I can't tell you. Well, the halftime show is not the football part. That's the fun part. I, you know what? I'm not going to watch. The football there's, there's part's football just like... There's football in the beginning and... And I don't, I don't I've never it. understood that. So why can't so, we just have a big performance? So they have the football as the opening act for the concert, right? Right, but then, why follow, so then why follow it up? Yeah. Right, what's the point? I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Who knows? She also, you're gonna love this. Okay. Oh, uh, we'll we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Well, do you like Obama? <laughs> well, god damn it, Rachel. I can't <laughs> say no to that. <laughs> So when he was first elected, she performed at his inauguration ball. I think I actually knew that and like yeah. had filed it away somewhere and mm-hmm. forgotten. Yeah, that's super cool. Was that the one where she sang it last or was that somebody else? 
You know, when, when Michelle uh, and, fact checker. <laughs> when Barack and Michelle were, were dancing together for their first dance and somebody sang it last. And I feel like it was Mary J. Blige. I really do think it was. It could have been. It doesn't matter. It we'll, was, we'll it was it somebody out. awesome. But that's cool. That's really anyway, awesome. She has worked with 50 Cent, Drake, Trey Songs. She was on the soundtrack for the film The Help, which is not, we're not going to get into all that. Did you not like The Help? Oh, Topher. No. Oh, no. No. Okay, but in fairness, you've probably read the book. Yeah. Well, I did yeah. not read the book. Okay, so on a serious side note, I have a problem with, like, white writers. Like, I'm going to take on racism. Mm. And they do it very poorly. And the black characters are always these ancillary characters who, who help the white protagonist learn and grow. Mm. I understand that, and yes. I agree with it. However, I'm going to counter with... Okay. Savannah. But she put poop in her pie. That's very fair. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that. I that, wish that that had come from a black writer, but I will take it coming yes. from a white writer. I mean, you know what yeah, I'm saying? I, I, I do. I do understand that. And the movie was, <clears throat> it was a fun movie. Yeah. I mean, I would have to read the book, I think, to have a strong opinion like you do. But I will say that I, I enjoyed the movie. It was fun. And I loved the cast. It was so It was very well, well cast. cast. It was. Octavia Spencer. <sighs> So great. It was fantastic. And like that scene with Octavia Spencer and Bryce Dallas Howard and she tells her that like she puts it in the pie as Bryce Dallas Howard like has it like yeah. in her mouth. Like it's great. But Sometime last year I was revisiting old movies that, well, when I say old, movies that came out when I was a teenager. Five years ago. <laughs> Five years ago. Uh-huh. Uh, and I was watching When a Date with Tad Hamilton. Do you remember that movie? Mm-hmm. And Octavia Spencer, she has just like a tiny tiny role she's the sassy woman that works at the grocery store with them who's like the checkout lady and she only has like two lines in the whole thing and it Mm -hmm. was so great to watch that and be like that wasn't actually that long ago and you were a full adult Mm -hmm. in this like I don't know how old Octavia Spencer is she's one of those people that also has looked exactly the same for the past like 15 to 20 years Uh but I was like and look at you now girl look at you now yeah Oscar winner. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, doing great. All right, you're going to love this. Okay. So in 2013, she released a Christmas album. Do you want to guess what it's called? You're going to love the title. I have no idea. It's called A Merry Christmas. <laughs> but M-A-R-Y. But guess who is on the wait, album? Wait, 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 wait. Okay. So we're going to celebrate a Merry Christmas. Why would we not? But we're going to slam Lawrence of Mylabia. Yes. Because that is a terrible line. (laughs) (laughs) I see them both as funny. So there's that. Okay. Well, a Merry Christmas is great. Guess who's on it with her? Everyone, obviously. Throw a name out. Uh, Josh Groban. No. Another name. Andrea Bocelli. No, take a sip, by the way. You're doing terribly. This isn't the real cross-examination, but we're getting warmed up. Mary Berry. No. (laughs) Does she sing? I don't know. Okay, what if I said Barbara Streisand? Hmm. I would think that's probably true. Yeah, it is true. What year was this? Uh, 2013. Okay. So it's a little bit after Barbara Streisand's big duets Mm -hmm. album. Mark Antony. Okay, well, that's a historical figure. No, Mark Antony, I mean. (laughs) He's married to J-Lo. <laughs> <laughs> she got the gifts from Mark Antony. Oh, God. She was like, that's a racist ghost. Put him on the album. Well, maybe he was. Maybe he wasn't. I don't know. Probably. Probably. Probably racist. 
Thousands of years old, probably. So is there now a feud happening because she didn't ask Julius Caesar to come on the album? Did you say Julius Caesar? Julius Caesar. I believe you said Julius Caesar. (laughs) This is quickly going downhill. This is a very good wine. (laughs) (laughs) Good job, Mary. I would say this deserves a very Merry Christmas. Mm. Lawrence of Mylabia. Oh, no, stop. You don't have any. You don't know. You've never been down there. That's true. I've not been down there. I don't. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, Jesse J was also on that album. Oh. Mm -hmm. That was very early Jesse J, right? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I've lost all track of time at this point. 2013 honestly feels as though it was only a couple of years ago, and I'm Mm -hmm. struggling to realize that it was eight years ago. I know. God. Don't get old, everybody. Yeah. She also, okay, in the midst of all this, she's been acting and recording albums. She also has a show, short-lived, on Apple Music called The 411, callback to her first album. And guess who her first interview was? Was this like a podcast? No, it's a show. I don't understand the difference. You said it's on Apple Music? Okay, maybe it was a podcast. I don't know. Because if you're listening to it, isn't it just a podcast? Well, we have a live audience in front of us. They're just very quiet. Oh. We put a ball gag in each member's mouth. They do not consent to it, but that's the price you pay for for a delightful banter. I meant to talk to you about that. Our lawyer meant gag order. Oops. (laughs) Oops. They're just supposed to sign a piece of paper when they walk in. That's all. Um... My apologies to our thousands in the audience. Yeah. So, um, but look under your seats. You get a take-home ball gag, too. Woo! It's his and his, his and hers, hers and hers. They and them. They's and theirs. <laughs> theirs and theirs. Whatever you want to do with it. It's fine. No, guess I, who her first um, interview was? Her first interview. Uh-huh. What year was this? I always ask that. <laughs> like, 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 it's going to somehow help me. help you. It was Well, I would know whether it's Mark Antony or not. So there's that. It helps me okay, in that. First of all, do you think Mary J. Blige is an immortal? Could be. She has an age. She looks pretty good. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying. No, this was like in the 20 teens. Okay. I'm going to go with Miley Cyrus. Nope. More prestigious. More prestigious than Miley Cyrus? Yes. Then it and must not be her. musical. Oh, not musical. Mm-mm. But very well known. I've met this person, by the way. You, oh my God, it's Prince William. Nope. Okay, She's but you have to cheers me for like okay. giving you that shout out. Right? Yeah, thank like, you for that okay. shout out. Yeah. Thanks. Who wants to do a little name dropping? Um, um, I don't know. Who have you Hillary met? Hillary Clinton. Oh, cool. That was her first guest. Yes, Hillary Clinton. Wow. Mm-hmm. Did she ask her where her emails were? Probably. I think she got to the bottom of that. Well, good. I'm glad we can all put it behind us now. Yeah, that was right before the 2016 election, though. Mm. So imagine like the... The excitement, like, oh, oh I'm going to yeah. interview Hillary Clinton. She's going to be the yeah. first female president. And then all that shit happens. It's so, like, crash dummy feeling. Like, there's not even, like, a womp, womp. It's more like speed, 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 hit a brick wall. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Yep. That was, yeah, that was 2016 in a nutshell. Where it's like, we're happy. Woo. Oh, fuck. Well, what a fun thing for us to remember. What a fun trot down memory right, lane that was. have a little was. drink. Let's forget it. Okay. So after this... Also, Mary J. Blige goes through a very messy divorce from a guy who was a total shithead. And she did not deserve that. And she can do better. Absolutely. She can do better. Yeah. So this guy, Kendu Isaacs, she is married. His name is Can Do? No, Can Do. 
his can name is can do sure he, is it because he of his attitude let's do it am i right oh because of erectile dysfunction maybe i haven't gotten that far into his life they were married from 03 to 2016 in which she filed for divorce because he was a complete asshole and was basically taking money from her Boo. to live this lavish lifestyle. And she's out here like making records, filming shows and TV, starting her little podcast slash TV show. We don't know what it is. We okay. No way okay. to tell. Okay, wait, 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 mm-hmm. wait. Mm-hmm. 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 In fairness? Nope, no unfairness. Is the bad guy. In fairness. Nope. Okay. What is the point of being married to a very prolific artist who's making shit tons of money, if not to spend said money? What do you think that fact che- husband fact checker is going to be doing once we're raking in the millions? Which will be next week. Which will be next week. Obviously, we are waiting Fantastic. on that check to come Thank in. you. Um, it's in the mail. We've heard. Yes. He's going to be fucking lounging by a pool all day while I slave over my wine. Well, that doesn't sound like a good arrangement. I'm too drunk to argue with him about it. Okay, fact checker says no. Fact fact checker is like, this is exactly what's going to (laughs) happen. Siri's upset now. Siri's upset. Siri has got things to say. If you have something to say, you tell us on our Instagram and Facebook at True Crimes Against Wine. That's True Crimes Against Wine. The name of the show. It is. It's pretty simple. We kept it simple because we know you're all drunk to go. Yeah. No, you add at gmail.com if you want to email us. Oh, yes. Us. And you can email us at gmail.com. That's fine. We'll accept that. But no. Okay. You're not going to just have a spouse who's going to sit on their ass the whole time. Well, Why? Uh, are you that spouse in this situation? Or Sitting you on my spouse? ass? Yes. Or are you the spouse who's out there like doing work constantly while your spouse spends like your money like it's never going to go away? And doesn't contribute anything and is a complete asshole to you. Okay, well, I feel like when when you phrase it like that, it's confusing because when it's other people doing it, <laughs> okay. it's really bad. But if I'm the one who's doing it, then obviously that well, is what scenario- I should be doing. Okay, let's back it up. Because in the scenario you just laid out, you're the one working while fact checker husband is just sitting on his butt. Yeah, but my work is drinking wine. Okay, well, that's kind of fair. <laughs> but it's hard work. It's, it's so, so hard. hard. Oh. Give us money. Sometimes we're there's really reflux. Oh, yeah, sometimes. That's really true. It's because we're old. I do have to take a Tums after we record. <laughs> we're going to start like, you're going to hear the fizz and be like, oh, they're doing champagne. It's like, no, we just dropped a Pepsi in our Yeah. Drink. It's the Alka-Seltzer. Oops. Alka-Seltzer for when you get old. <laughs> Give us money, Alka-Seltzer. Yeah, you owe us now. God, Rachel, we're I- coming for you. You can't record the commercials before they've given us a contract, Rachel. We've talked about this. I think it's a new marketing strategy called a threat commercial. <laughs> a threat commercial. So you promote oh, their it, product wait, and then threaten them if they don't give you money for it. I'm sorry. It is a it's a commercial. Commercial, love it even better. Cheers. All right. Anyway, she divorced that dick. Well, good for her. Good for her. And she's recently said in like an interview, like a year or so ago, like, I'm not going to like support any man from now on. Like, good for you, Mary J. Blige. Yeah. If you want to be with somebody, be with somebody. But you are not the person who has to carry the weight of that relationship. I believe that. Mm-hmm. Do you? <laughs> I do now. Because you're commercialed into it? <laughs> yes, basically. <laughs> I wonder what he's doing now. Uh, Nothing. He's a dick. Okay. So after her divorce, she recorded... An album called A Very Merry Christmas. Nope, I was not Christmas themed. 
No holiday themes. I'm just going to cut you off there. So not a very Merry Flag Day. Nope. Oh, no. <laughs> it's all just patriotic songs. And we're like, this was unnecessary. Yeah. Um, Called. Strength of a Woman. Oh, I was going to say like free at last. Very, well, yeah. I mean, kind of the vibe she's going for. Well, no, no. She, she did it better. Yeah. Strength of better. a Woman's yeah. better. Yeah. So she's like a strong, independent woman. So like men can't be strong. I just find that really interesting. Oh, do you? Not Is really. It interesting? It's not really. Men are, men are not particularly strong. Uh, they've been propped up by patriarchy for too long to. Again, if you've got um, thoughts, send them to Topher. Well, you can. That's so. Fine. Address the line, Topher. I have words for you at gmail.com. We can talk about how men have fucking what is it? Atrophied muscles. Yes. For being propped up by the patriarchy for so long. Yeah, I agree with you. Yep. All right. Are you ready? Am I ready for what? What do you think? Oh, no. Can I quiz you first? It's okay. only one question. Okay. Let's pull it. And it's fill really up. fun. Let's pull up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to need that for show. Sh- oh, no. Topher. What are you going to quiz me on? I am going to quiz you on whatever the fuck I want to. All right. What is it? Okay. So. Uh-huh. There is uh-huh. in Friuli. Uh-huh. Oh, first what we're going to do is we're going to go back to the uh, the, the pronunciation. All right. I'm, do I have to say it? You have to say it. I'm not going to prompt you first. You get a chance oh, to do it without shit. me prompting you. The full name. It's all three words. <laughs> okay, hold on. Friuli, Venezia, Giulia. <gasps> Did I get it? Oh, my God. Rachel. <gasps> Okay, you took steroids before this recording. Oh, I do. Definitely. I take performing, performance enhancement drugs <laughs> to help me drink wine and remember simple facts. This is not the same, Rachel, I started this podcast with. You have changed. You blindfolded me. <laughs> your other, other senses are heightened. Exactly. <laughs> it's as simple as that. It's interesting that you knew that everyone was, was wearing ball gags say, in the office. I was going like, Fazoli's, though, to be fair. Fazoli's. That's like the first word. You're like frittata, Victoria, Julia, Julia, Giuliani. Yes, basically. Um, okay, so this this particular region, you pass that. Ooh. They have an amazing winery there. Uh-huh. I don't know if it's actually amazing. I've never had it, but it's very exclusive. However, very if anyone would like to sponsor our trip, yes, send us money. Yes, at True Crimes Against Wine. That's also our Venmo. Oh, we, need we to should set probably up a, start yeah, that. We should set up a Venmo. Fact checker, you're doing that right okay, now. Okay, thank cool, you, cool, fact cool. checker. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> hey, um, if you want to give us money, we'll take it. Fact checker will be in charge of that. And he won't steal from us. Not at all. Nope. Fact checker says that's correct. He will not steal. I know where to find. We him. don't have to worry about um, checking up on that account later. No, because we're good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why would you hire a fact checker for your fact checker? Right. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Throwing money away. That's just dumb. Anyway. Okay. In 1968, so just mm-hmm. before this. Area really took off. There was a vineyard okay. started called Vini Lunar Deli. Okay. Vini Lunar Deli. Okay. A deli on the moon. Got it. Yep. <laughs> That's exactly what that means. Yep. Um, I'm fluent in Italian, by the way. One of my talents. So this particular vineyard is uh-huh. extremely well known. Okay. But has gained a little bit of notoriety for mm-hmm. some controversial... <gasps> Publicity things that they have done in the past. Oh, shit. Okay. So I'm going to give you a multiple choice. All right. Okay. In 2007, mm-hmm. 20,000 bottles 
were confiscated by the Italian police because okay. their labels depicted fellatio. What's controversial about that? It's a fucking good time. Uh, exactly. Did their labels depict A, communist manifesto writings? Yes. And photos of Joseph Stalin? Uh-huh. B, mm-hmm. fascist manifestos and statements mm-hmm. and photos of Mussolini? Okay. Or C, Nazi manifestos and slogans? And photos of Adolf Hitler. These are all terrible. And you gotta choose. Based on your your face, I'm gonna say C. C. They went Nazi. They went Nazi? You yeah. think so? Uh-huh. All right, well let's let's cheers real quick. Oh, I don't think we should cheers to Can Nazis. We, well, we're not cheering to Nazis. We're cheering to Rachel choosing Nazis. No nope. Nope. Find another way to say that. Cofer. <laughs> all right, celebratory sip. Am I right? Celebratory set. Okay, that's a better thing to cheers to. <laughs> we are not going. Take your celebratory set. Okay. All right, now mm, we're not drink because you're wrong. We're not going after the Nazi. What well, you just told me to celebrate? Was it Mussolini? Drink. Was it Mussolini? Drink. Okay. It was D. All of the above. Oh no, that wasn't even an option. Girl, why did they okay. fuck up so bad? Okay, so well, why are we drinking this? This, Why are well, we drinking this, this terrible fascist Nazi wine? This isn't Mary J. Blige is not a horrible Nazi fascist. Oh God, Mary! We're talking about a specific winery, not this winery, okay, Rachel. Okay, Jesus okay, Christ! Okay. Oh, God, did you I think was that really that worried. was Benito Mus- Mussolini I mean, on the label? I don't know what he looks like, so it could be. No, just kidding. He had a mustache. Right? I love that you think that Benito Mussolini would refer to himself as a sun goddess too. That's kind he of awesome. Might. So I'm going to show you a picture. <clears throat> I was Why going would to, this winery do this? I was going to post this picture on our social media. However, I do not feel comfortable no. posting pictures of Nazi stuff on our we don't Facebook need page that and shit. following. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is tell you: you need to look this up on your own. Just yeah. Google. Let's take a strong I, anti-Nazi stance. On this very, very strong anti-Nazi. Very strong. Yeah, all fascism, all of that. Yeah. However, it's interesting, so you should probably look it up. Why would they do this? Why would... So, you want to Wait, see? what year was this? 2007? This was... Well, it's... So, it started in 2000... Or in... I'm sorry, in 1995. They started their historical oh, figures line. No! Why would you do so that? So, there's, there's Those three... Those are not the figures to celebrate. There's three... Italy, do no, better. No, listen to this. Listen Italy. to this. Italy... Come on, you gave us Olive Garden and that was a mistake. This wasn't... <laughs> Don't keep making mistakes. <laughs> I can't with you. Yes, we can. Uh, I have to. I'm you, contractually obligated. You are. We signed a hundred year contract, so sex for you. It's like Scientology for I wine. will live forever. <laughs> so they have three main lines. There's the Il Ventineo. Mm-hmm. That one is the fascist one with Mussolini. Oh, God. Um, there's the communist collection. That no. one has Joseph Stalin. Now it also does have Che. Che Guevara. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there is the Der Fuhrer collection. No! But because they got backlash. Oh, what a surprise. They decided to also release the miscellaneous selection, which oh, includes I'm, things. I'm sorry. They were like, oh, people are mad at us. Hmm. I guess it's because we don't have enough out there. Let's do another. So, so to try and be fair, they, they included 
one-offs with such people as Napoleon Bonaparte and Winston Churchill. Okay, those are not equal to Hitler and Stalin. Also, also Napoleon the first was not... There was a lot of genocide going on there. This man was a dictator. It was not okay. Yeah, yeah, but... Okay, in 19- I'm just saying if that is your if that is your solution to this to be like, you know what, they keep saying that we are giving too much attention to problematic historical figures and evil oh, people. God. So let's appease them by putting Napoleon the f- No. So are they out of business? Is this company out of business? So Oh no, they're not. The Italian courts decided and ruled in their favor, and all of the bottles had to be returned. It took a year, but it, yeah. Yeah. I just feel bad for people who were like, did you do, let me buy a wine, and like, didn't pay attention, and then- Why would you not pay attention to the fact that Hitler is on top of your fucking wine? Well, here's what I imagine, like, you just like, you're at the market- Well, you're like, oh, my wine has a jaunty mustache. That's fun. Okay, Topher, let me, let me lay out a scene for you. You're a busy woman on the go. Shoulder pads. No, 95. No. Maybe. Well, if you're a little out of fashion, sure. You've got the shoulder pads. You're you're in the hustle and bustle. You're trying to get family dinner on the table. Nice little bottle for you and your husband to, to lie. To pair with your hamburger helper. To yep. spice oh. things up. Because <laughs> your marriage is failing. It is. And you're like, oh, God, these shoulder pads aren't doing it. I need something. I should have moved them to my boobs. Yep. Boob pads. Trademark. We're trademarking that right now. Yeah, because batted bras are, they've never been a thing. No, but they're going to be shoulder pads just on your boobs. They're kind of rectangular <laughs> looking. They don't really flatter anybody. <laughs> but you can turn them different ways depending on your mood. That is accurate. They're like mood rings, but squares. <laughs> um, mood bras. Oh my God. Mood bras. New trademark. Mood bras. <laughs> All right. So this lady's like, God, I haven't invented mood bras yet. What will I do? She just grabs the bottle. Like, if we both just get drunk enough, this will fix things. And so she only picks one bottle. That's her first mm-hmm. mistake. She gets home. She makes the hamburger helper. Right. The kids eat it. They go to bed. She and her husband are like, Because she hey. put Benadryl in it. Naturally. She's not a great person. <laughs> <laughs> but a good mom. But a great mom. She drugs her children. They fall asleep at the table in the hamburger <laughs> helper. And she's like, honey. Face down. Let's liven things up. Let's crack open this bottle. I thought you were going to say, let's have sex on this table while her children are facing. She's not a monster. Come on. (laughs) Topher, it's my scenario. Let me get through it. Okay, I'm sorry. She opens the... All right, she gets the bottles out, grabs two glasses. Husband's like, all right, sure, whatever. He turns off Monday Night Football, whatever. This sounds very unrealistic. Mm, Our listeners will verify for us. She opens the bottle and she pours the glass and he's like, cheer. Oh, God, is that Hitler? Sweetheart, why did you get a bottle of Hitler wine? Or maybe he's into it. Is that worse? It depends on her views. I think it's worse if he's like, oh, yeah, that's what I've been waiting for. But what if she's also like been a secret Nazi sympathizer this entire time, but she was too afraid to like, share her views? Reconnect? Yeah. <laughs> reconnect. Like, wait, are we both Nazis? Oh, my God. Our marriage is perfect now. Cheers. Yeah. And then they end up storming the Capitol and they both go to jail and their kids get sent to a nice farm in the country. Oh, is that what happens? Yeah. Is that how foster care works? <laughs> All right. Well, I think I get a cheers for this delightful scenario. That was a great story. Thank you. I definitely made it better 
uh-huh. by helping them rekindle their relationship. Uh, oh, you enhance the story for sure. Yeah. Um, all right. So now right. you get your revenge. Let's quiz me. All right. So <clears throat> let's go back to Mary J. Blige. Let's get away from like the genocidal people in yeah. history. It's time for a for a serious cross examination. All right, take a moment, everybody. Take a little sip. Okay. So I'm gonna have you. That's a loud sip, friend. So are you ready for your cross examination? As ready as I'll ever be. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have you complete the lyric. Oh no. Here's the thing. I will give you credit if you are correct enough in the spirit in of the, the spirit. Okay, okay. You don't have to get the words exactly right. If you do, I will be amazed. Well, you know, I did take a poetry class as an elective when I was in college. Okay, so, so you're going to get it right. So obviously, okay. yeah. All right, so let's start with her song, No More Drama. Mm, she does not want drama. Mm -mm. So here we go. Why'd I play the fool? Go through ups and downs, knowing all the time you wouldn't be around. Or maybe I like the stress. Now you complete it. And I can repeat if you need me to. Of taking off this dress just to know you're going to ask me to put it back on. Okay. It's about a man who doesn't appreciate her and her body for the temple that it is. Okay. You know but what? But she's in a like toxic relationship mm -hmm. where she for whatever reason mm -hmm. has not broken through to the point where she doesn't get off on taking the abuse like she just keeps like feeding into it and then it goes no more drama no more drama no more drama not for your mama or your llama listen to obama uh, this is post -Obama. now there's a comma all right we're just going with this <laughs> you want to add anything else that will rhyme to this no, I said what I said. Okay. I'm going to say you are right in the fact of... The spirit's right? over the toxic relationship, yes. but you're very wrong in your lyric choices. Okay, but did I make it better? No, take a drink. Oh. Okay. Okay, so it really goes, why'd I play the fool, go through ups and downs, knowing all the time you wouldn't be around? Or maybe I like the stress... Of putting on this drink. Nope. Mm -mm. Oh, Sorry. I thought you were cueing me. Nope, because you're wrong. Because <laughs> I was young and restless, but that was long ago. I don't want to cry no more. Oh. Yeah, no more drama. She's done with it. It's like, I'm done with this relationship. I'm over it. She's like, when I take my dress off, I'm going to keep it off, motherfucker. Okay. That's the next line? It's a whole mood. Yeah. It's, okay. Topher's writing an alternate song history. Ooh, you should write some songs and just send them to her. I should. You should. We should also get our listeners to write their own. Oh, yes. Write your own songs mm -hmm. and send them to us. At how does, how does this wine email. make you feel? What's the spirit of this wine? Give us a Mary J. Blige inspired. Sun Goddess lyric. Yes, Sun Goddess lyric. New song mm -hmm. title, Sun Goddess. You send us the lyrics to it. I love it. It needs to rhyme. It doesn't have to rhyme. Poetry doesn't have to rhyme. <clears throat> um, wrong. It all has to rhyme. Otherwise, it's just words. Okay, well. As an English major, I can confidently say that's how poems work. Hmm. Well, as a, also an English major who hmm. studied some things outside of the English language, um, oh, haikus oh. don't have to rhyme. Oh, I was not talking haikus. Well, it's a poem. Uh, not an American one. <laughs> okay, so you have to give us some American poetry song <laughs> lyrics. 
<laughs> to some yes. goddess. Okay, you ready for another one? Yes. It's, okay, this song is called Family Affair. Mm. You ready? It's a family affair. No. Family affair. Nope, stop. <laughs> no. That's a song, right? Sure. Is it like a Jackson 5 song or something? Okay. Sure. All right, in this song, <laughs> Topher's so mad at me. He's giving me like the evil eye right now. All right, this song goes, don't need no hateration. No hateration? Uh-huh. Well, that's not a word. It is holleration. Ha- that's also not a word. In this dancery. In this dancery? Uh-huh. Let's it get da- it. On. Okay, that's it? <laughs> <laughs> Just one word? Yeah. Let's get it on. All right. So don't need no hateration, holleration in this dancery. Let's get it. I'm. I need to. Nope. This is all I'm giving you. But buddy. dancery, as like a like a patisserie, like sure. this is a, an establishment that produces dances. Correct. Okay. Uh huh. Ain't no consternation, holleration. Sure. In this dancery. Uh-huh. I'm going. Let's make get some, it. Let's get it. Started here. Nope. I don't know. Keep going though. Um, let's get it popping and we're grooving and we're grinding to the beat. There is some lavender outside and I think it's really neat. <gasps> Topher? Did I get 99% it? 99% correct. Oh my God. In your dreams, you fool. Take a drink. Oh no. <laughs> I'll take a drink too. Because you need it after that. That's fair. I really really love your lyrics, though. They were delightful. I just wondered if maybe she's a gardening nerd like me. She might be. We don't know. We don't know. She's into grapes, as we've learned. Okay, so it's let's get it percolating. Percolating? Yeah. While you're waiting. So just dance for me. Okay. Well, hers were almost as good as mine. Almost. This is why sometimes you have to hire a writer. Oh, Okay. So are you offering your services to Mary J. Blige now? If she can afford me. Oh, how much do you charge? What's your hourly rate? How much can she afford? A lot. Then a little bit over that. $2 per hour. That's Topher's rate. I mean, in my last job, I was making two thirteen an hour. So yeah, that tracks. Oh, God, that's a whole other problem. Different conversation. All right, and we will listen to some real songs. These, Well, these are real songs. No, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this a rigged test? Have you been making all of these song lyrics up? You found me. No, these are real songs. I'm saying we listen to her actually singing these songs. I would rather listen to you actually singing these songs. I don't think anybody really wants that. I'm not going to secretly though I record was, you. Well, not to brag, but I was a middle school chorus. But I'm no longer 12, so... And she can't get away with the same shit that she used to. No, I really can't. (laughs) All right, last one. Are you ready? The song is called Mr. Wrong. Mm. Okay. Take a sip to prepare. Just swallow... Take a sip to prepare. What about your sips? I'm doing just fine. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right, so here we go. Bad boys ain't no good. Yeah, true. Good boys ain't no fun. Mm, mm. I feel that. Lord knows that I should finish the song. 
go out, get me a gun. <laughs> that is violent. Okay, can I try again? Yep. Do you need me to repeat? No. Okay, confident. Bad boys ain't no good. Mm -hmm. Good boys ain't no fun. Mm -hmm. I feel like perhaps I should. Nope, nope. It's Lord knows that I should. It's the same thing. Okay. Lord knows that I should. Mm -hmm. Probably have become a nun. Ooh, clever, but no. I'll let you get one more try. Take a sip to think. Oh, he does not need a sip to think. He will take a sip to think. <clears throat> Be a nun who packs a gun. Topher? Yes. That's your final response? No. That's the best you're going to do? <laughs> Leave these fools and have my fun. Oh, you know what? That's a good one, though. That's a, that is a good one. But you're wrong. Well, can I get a cheers though? Because that was actually a really. It was good. good. It really that was, was good fantastic. I mean, good I think job. become a nun also is a good one. Oh. The nun with a gun was a bit much. It was the voice, and I shouldn't have done that, and I regret it. <laughs> I regret that now. Okay, the actual lyric is, "Lord knows that I should run off with the right one." Mm. Hmm. You know, okay, so here's the thing. Mm -hmm. I am willing to admit that, <laughs> that you were wrong. That my my previous answers to the other two uh -huh. questions mm -hmm. were possibly debatably not as good as the original lyrics. Okay. However, okay. in this case, I feel like I I submitted an alternative that is better than that sentiment. Like trying to find no, don't girl. You don't need to try and find the right one. You're good. You just need to like leave them and have your you own live fun. Your life, Mary. Have your own fun. If it's a fuck boy for the night, that's great. If it's your vibrator, that's great. If you end up meeting somebody who's like really fucking awesome, that's great. But don't lose yourself. This is not a quest to find the right one. You know what? Have her cheers. Cheers to that. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, you win. I'm just going to let you say you win this quiz. Now, do I agree with that? No. You should be saving yourself for marriage. Okay, and you can't test, you can't test my I did accidentally no. craze your boom as I was doing a very sarcastic diatribe. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I think that was intentional. But oh. not, not disliked by me. Woo. It wasn't great for me. Oh, well, okay then. Hmm. Here we go. Here we go. Um... Are we ready or do you want to hear some of her acting? I do want to hear it because you said that there was something that she was I know. In. I know you love Tina Fey. I do. Um, was she in 30 Rock? She was. <gasps> so remember when they do that episode where they're oh, raising money? He needs a kidney. Yeah, Mary was on that. Yes. yes. Okay, so that's yeah. funny because mm -hmm. when we were at the very beginning of this, this is all full circle now. Full circle. At the Behind be the scenes. Pop the up video. <laughs> Papa video at the beginning of this when <laughs> we were talking podcast brother they should oh let's call VH1 let's do Papa check her, get VH1 on the phone yeah right now live call Kevin he's on it no when we were talking about her collaborations mm -hmm. and in my head I was like I know that she's done a lot of like duets with people yep. a lot of duets mm -hmm. But in my head, I was like, I feel like there was also kind of one of those, like, We Are the World recordings uh -huh, that she did. Uh -huh. And I couldn't think of what it was. Uh -huh. 
And now I'm realizing that the, we are the world was a spoof. We are the <laughs> world. Yes. Thing. And um, yeah. who else was in that? Cheryl Crow. Cheryl Crow. Elvis yeah. Costello. Yeah. Oh, yes. Elvis yeah. Costello. Because it was like everybody made a big deal about how it was supposed to be the real Elvis. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, like, was it Stevie Wonder or? Nope. He no. was not on 30 Rock. That was a very strong. Okay. Fact checker? No. Let's you, fact you don't check have it. to fact check every single thing. I can just ask you sometimes. Well, and I can be right all the time. Um, who else was in it? There were some really That's big it. names. No, there were no, other big names. No, it was just the three of them. Was it really? The rest were holograms. <sighs> See, now I feel suspicious. Well, how are you going to find out? You won't. I, well, I'm not allowed to have a phone. No, you're not. I take his phone. Rachel, put the ball gag down. I'm not putting it. Oh, oh. Oh. There we go. Uh, All right. Shall we deliver a verdict? Yes, let's deliver the verdict. Okay. Okay, what is it? Are we going to say on the count of three? Sure. One, two, two three. Not guilty. Guilty. Of being a motherfucking badass winemaker. Oh, oh you got me. <laughs> Son of a gun. Bye. This is good. Thank you, Mary. Thank you, Mary. You did such a good job. You this did a good really job. Great. Sponsor us, Mary. Okay. Yeah, we love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>